0: Previously on the Polly Podcast,
1: and today we're feeling a bit of
0: <laughs> Kiora. <ra>. Oh. <laughs>
2: Kiora, uh, North Shore,
0: Auckland. A uh, place called Beach Haven, one one three Lancaster Road. And um, but my family's from you know a place two and a half hours north, a little bit north of Whangarei where you played or lived. at, um, a place called Moirua or um, or Tidia, just a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> word. <laughs> no? Words like that give you you get a strike. Like <laughs> three strikes <laughs> in
2: your outfit. Luckily, since from the start, this is about fun, media. <laughs> 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 so yeah. my fun. My media. My fans go. Oh, we got to
0: strap on the boots. Play for the local team, which is OT or, or Tidia Rugby Club. Yeah. And they're like, you're gonna come play, and I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah, <Yeah>. not doing <laughs> it. And they were like, why not? I okay, go, well, you know, Redcliffe, blah blah blah, professional, da da da. D- and yeah. then my cousin's like I think it'd be good for you if, you if you come and do this He was like the young kid In the pool Who was dark like me Yeah That was coming through the ranks Yeah So I was like You know Holding the flag for the pollies yeah. In the pool But then he'd jump in And then you're like Oh man he's getting faster Like yeah. that's and what his- I Really struggled with As yeah. a kid You know I went to A private school At St. Agnes Matcherville And you know I was bullied as a young kid Because I was different I was brown And I used to wear Like baggy clothes And listen hip-hop and rap, yeah. and I'd go there and all the kids are white and they listen to Blink-182 and yeah. went surfing every morning. Yeah. So when I had uh, that sense of like being around the brothers was when I started hanging out with this guy.
1: Welcome to the Polly Podcast, where the conversations are real and raw, where we say what we feel and we feel what we say. So the whole 12 months
0: out of the game? 12 months out.
1: And you come back, two thousand eleven, or two thousand eleven, at the start of the year,
0: it was it was exactly the same, bro. Last net trial, one. other one, last trial, yeah. Last five minutes of the game, I was meant to come off the field, and I stepped off my left foot, but this time I was cutting into a hole. So this is the left side this time. The left side, yeah. And, and how, how how was that? It was that. Did you know straight away? Yeah, knew straight away. So because of the pain, because of the sound, yeah. It's like a, a clunk and a. <laughs> And then I was just like sitting on the ground, and I just cried straight away. The first one was cry of pain. The second one was like I knew what I, I knew what I did. And what you're gonna have to go through again. Yeah, that, that one broke me. That yeah. was when I like, you know, I speak to a lot of kids now these days who go through the same things that I went through. But mm. the, you know, you can tell by talking to them that it's it's you know and you're on the well being game, bro. It's yeah. it's it's hard, yeah. man. It's hard. Only only because you know what you're in for again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's the expectation coming through again. Yeah um so yeah exactly exactly exact, literally identical just a different leg so do you go for the for i went for the, the hammy this time yeah. Bro. yeah so the reason why i didn't i brushed over this um but the, the first year i just did what they told me to do but the second year i did what i wanted to do because yep. i wanted to walk for my um my daughter yeah my daughter was being born 2011 i had my um first son already born uh, from 2010 and I wanted to walk for this one because I knew if I got the hammy graft, I could be off crutches, fast as, I could pretty much walk out of surgery. Um, So yeah, like I went through the same process that I did the year before, but this time it's a year after, Um, but this time it's with the hammy graft. Got to the end of that year, I wanted to play against Gold Coast Titans maybe like two or three Round and you the trained the well year.
1: coming through, eh? Hey? Like you fought, you fought back going, that six months yeah, I was to get hard. back at
0: the end of the year. I was going real hard, bro. Um, that was probably one of the best ones I had in terms of my rehab because I knew what I was doing. Yeah. And I went out with Rowan into the, to the field. You know, he said, "We'll just do some catch pass stuff. <clears throat> we'll get you running some lines, just cutting on the grass." This is on SFS fucking stadium, bro. I was, this is mad. Like it's a cool experience. I haven't been out in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, this whole two years
1: and it's mad grass too mad
0: grass bro i'm feeling like a fuck and I'm a sprinter yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Maurice I'm just, green. yeah just moving around like yeah this is sick and then i remember I just did this little jab on my left uh, leg and i felt this like clunk and i, I hit the ground and i was like "Roy, there's something wrong he's like don't tell me and i was like i think there's something wrong i walked off the field bro there's a, a, a x-ray or mri scan thing right next door and I went and got my scan done, and they said I'd half ruptured it. Fuck. Right. And wow. I said, "Fuck it, let's get surgery again, straight oh. away." Wow. We. Yeah. But I
2: wanna, I wanna ask, <clears throat> like, when you talk about a broke you the second one, yeah. Like, was there any help, well-being wise? Yeah, or man. Any welfare, like, from the club or even for you personally outside of the club, like? They had to bring yeah. people from the outside
0: then.
1: Oh, okay. Because yeah. this is this is a big one that we talk about, like yeah. that mental health. Because you know, Philletti's really into it, mm-hmm. and he's in that space at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we talk about how back in those days, mm-hmm. not really anything,
0: mm-hmm. you know. So like the, the those were the early days, bro. They still had this, the very stoic footy players, um, and very stoic teams and coaches and shit like that. But that brings from someone from the outside. I can't remember his name. I don't know if it's Gus. He had this old, there was this old Scottish dude that lived around the corner from SFS Stadium. was to go yeah. to see him pretty much, you know, once a fortnight. Yeah. Um, because there was not only that, but things were happening away from footy anyway. Was he like that counsellor that lived in the units? Yes, that's him, bro. Okay, so he was a counsellor or a psychologist? Yeah, so a psychologist, maybe psychiatrist. I don't know whether he could, you know, yep. I didn't know the calls. Yep. Um, yeah. But, yeah, speaking to him did help, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. You know, I can honestly say that. Yeah.
2: Was there anyone else like like you talked about? Could you go to anyone? Yeah. yeah or yeah. was there any old, like, ex players that had done anything
0: that reached out to you? Nah. Like I mine, I was in the Roosters squad. There were guys that had done ACLs, but not to the extent that I had done yeah. it. And because I'd spent so much time away from the lights, you know, all those boys were doing their thing over here. Yeah. I was doing my own thing. I felt secluded anyway. Yeah. And I wouldn't really want to reach out with them. Yeah. And then like I said, there were things that were happening away from footy yeah. that were yeah. I was struggling with too.
1: And let's let's not forget too that time as well was times when guys never used to speak up. No. You know? So you, you wouldn't know what's going on or yeah. if you needed help, you know, oh. that kind of stuff.
2: Well, in my role now, like one of our big, big issues is like helping injured players, especially long-term injured players about that, like you said, being away from the main group, like where's my identity, mm-hmm. like you just said, you can't reach out,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, but you need the help. You like, hate it's, it, man. It's sad to hear, like, you know, when you look back and you go, ah, like, you know, would have mm-hmm. just had someone to talk to, Yeah, might have made it all the difference, you know, but yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, man, to, to go through that already, like, Wow. Man, I'll take my hat off to you, bro. Yeah. It was,
0: it was, it, was a, it was a very hard couple of years, but, you know, like I said, I was blessed to have my kids during that time, so to did mm. keep me focused at home. Yep. You know, I was always, you know, going to training, coming home and spending time at home with the kids. Um, uh, I did have that help from, I think his name's Gus, don't quote me on that, um, and, and I was always just trying to stay busy for those two years, but because they, I was only contracted for, I think, 2011 and 12, they ended up spent, Breaking up my years into two, so I had that in the back pocket as well. I was always thinking, I've got another year to really work on this, yeah. and 2012 was the year I was going to come back, you know, and, and sort of get back into the team. Yeah. Um. So that was a, uh, that was the goal, and that was the focus for my brain, and I actually needed that during that time. It wasn't like, you know, I was some second tier player that was trying to make it in NRL. I'd already had that, you know, in my back pocket. Yep. Which, which was a blessing as well. Yeah, 100%. In, in You're going to have to prove yourself right. Exactly, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, having that three years off, it was hard, bro. It was hard. You yeah. know, and, and going to Newtown Jets training and then playing that last little bit. I always loved the Jets, bro. Always loved it. Yeah. Fucking just cracker going back. Because... Because it was away from NRL, yep. I could just, like, relax. Yeah, yeah. And Maddo yeah. would have been there, right? Maddo eh? Maddo's Maddo's a, I knew the boys. The boys mad. looked after me. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, Cherry, what the fuck some extra Snakes, bro? Yeah, give me lad. <laughs> 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 so I'd just be, like, you know, getting looked after there. And then, yeah, we ended up 2012. I ended up playing um, most of the year in Newtown Jets. And I signed with Penrith the year after. Uh, that's when Sonny came through yep. to, to Roosters. Yeah. Had my two years stint. At a at, uh, at Penrith, um, did Gus this Gus
1: get you over there? Because yeah. Gus would have been there at that yeah. time, mate.
0: Eh? Yeah, that was the reason why. And yeah, that was I thought I was going to play in a row, bro. Straight up. Yeah. Um, but I, n- I never I didn't think Ivan liked me as a player, and I could understand why. You know, my work ethic wasn't there. Yeah. In terms yeah. of footy, um, so yeah. I was lacking in that department. Um, so that two years was like I'd call that the checkpoint years. You know, I had to really figure out who I was, yep. as a as a dude, yep. you know, as a father. Yep. Um. I broke up with the kid's mother. She was up in Queensland. I was just down in Sydney, just <laughs> slogging out <laughs> at, at Windsor Wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey but Windsor man. We made the fucking finals that year, bro. Yeah. Like we had, we didn't have a star-studded side. Yeah. But we had a good team. Who's in your team? Jeff Daniela. Was he in his head? Yeah, team? Daniela, bro. Etu Nabuli.
1: Etu Nabuli. Bro, bro. he was the best. Yeah, the, the page boy bro, from yeah. Silva, Yeah, bro. Yeah. Luca
0: Donald, which is... Oh, not Luca uh, Donald. Carl Donald. Uh, Luca Donald's little brother. Just a rocky... Yeah, Rocky just was cracker there. team, yeah. bro. We used to always just you know be around each other. Rocky,
1: the best support player in the world, <laughs> and he is, bro. Hey, <laughs> you, make break, Capewell, yeah. you make a break, Luke Capewell, you make a break and like he'll be it, right left, there. Left, left, left. He'll be, mate, he'll be all the way, Yeah, he'll be all the way, like up in the stand somewhere, <laughs> and then as soon <laughs> as <you> he <laughs> make a <it> break, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's the best. Yeah. So yeah. there's
0: two years there, man. At Penrith, I was just slogging it out, driving with Kevin Nagama from. Um, Brighton Lee Sands all the way out to Penrith every day. Oh, so to punish! Yeah, you know, all, uh, I'm sure the boys know about the long, the long trips, but uh, well, that's what we did. He would have talked the whole way. <laughs> <too good. laughs> Listen to R and B. You know how uh, that shit look? that fluff? Those fluffy things. Had all those fluffy things in the car, so it smelled yeah. like um, <laughs> <The> laundry powder. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you up to with the smoke <laughs> <laughs> But it does smell good. <laughs>
1: oh man! So, yeah.
2: mighty dolphins, cuz. Yeah. How do you find your way up there?
0: Rocky. Oh so, yeah. So yeah. so so Luke Capel. I ended up um, you know finishing up two thousand fourteen, hadn't signed with anyone. Two thousand fourteen? Yeah. I hadn't signed with anyone. And I wanted to be closer to my kids. My kids lived up in Sunshine Coast. Oh yeah. They and moved back there, right? Eh? Yeah. yeah. And like those were the those these were the tough years, bro. This this is where like I've got a story to, to align this one. <laughs> I went down to I went down to Alawa Pub. Um, it's already started uh, back <laughs> It's already started Nothing bad. goes good from the pub so so, 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 like I still remember this I knew I had to go up to um, well, I literally hadn't signed with Redcliffe Dolphins But I had to go up to Queensland To see the kids Because I was just missing them so much Had no footy down in Sydney I Had nothing going on for me down here I just wanted to leave the nest um, So I went down to Aloha pub This was like two nights before I was about to go I had no money bro yeah. No money I, I was You know Signing good contracts With Prenner if, But I was just Fucking draining it My expenses were up here Yeah And my house <laughs> <aunts> was here <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I had that money bro Went down Outlaw a, a, a yeah. pub Had 20 bucks on me Ended up winning $300 in the poky, pokies Yeah That $300 Lasted last me a petrol tank And for two weeks And I stayed in my car In Sunshine Coast Surfed every morning um, Far out man I surfed or Body surfed And just lived out of my car For two weeks and i you are telling me this, eh? Yeah, and and I can to tune every day. It was a fucking cracker, bro. It's the best time of my life. Wow. And I, um, yeah, ended up signing with Redcliffe Dolphins, um, and then, you know, those two years at Redcliffe, were just the ne- the years I needed. Yeah. That's when, that's when I sort of like st- stood forward, and I was like, right, I'm a footy player. Yeah.
2: I'm interested when you talk about the two weeks when you're body surfing and that. Like, mm-hmm. you, it's like you stripped everything back, yes. right? Yep. You simplified everything. Simplified. But, life. but the best you ever felt. Yep. Like, you know, I'm sorry to harp on well-being, you know, <laughs>
0: but it's it's right, bro.
2: It's amazing, right? Like in today's society, world, whatever. Like when you strip everything back, how how beautiful the simple things are. Mm-hmm. Like, do you still take that time? Like,
0: yes. To today. Yes. Yeah. Like, It's, it's you know. I, speak to this, I spoke to my brother about this the other week. You know, I needed some time away, so I ended up going up to his place and staying with him. Even though I'm in the vicinity of someone else, yeah. I'm by myself. Yeah. You know, I'm waking up every morning, and I'm going to do my walks, I'm going to do my training sessions, spending time by myself. I don't spend any money. Yeah. I just do my thing. Yeah. And I need that every so often just to relax, reset. Yeah. I call it rewiring. Yeah. And then at the, on the back of that, bro, uh, for me... An evolution or evolved version of myself always comes out of it so that's why I always give that time for myself that's
2: bad. that's man. beautiful man I, I right. use the analogy when I talk about that about like a compass yeah. going north yeah and like when things get messy you go off course mm-hmm. and it's about bringing it back to north yeah right but I think it's a beautiful beautiful <laughs> yeah. thing man and, and when you when you're self-aware like yeah uh, aware like that that's what I need Check out. That's what I'm doing. I mean, I think that's a, one of the greatest gifts or yep. strengths or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that you can have, man. That's beautiful. Thanks, I love it.
1: So you go to Redcliffe. Yeah. Tell us what you did to the P&G dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a story. There's a, I'll we tell we you. Had you had the, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, was it in P&G or was it here? Yeah, it was in P&G. So he went to P and G, and then yeah, tell us what you did to oh, They were after; they w-
0: wouldn't let you leave the country. Yeah, it was it was, um, <laughs> it was the first captain's captaincy that I had for our club. Yeah, you know, and I love Redcliffe, bro. Yep. Like that's my club. I yep. claim that shit um, only because of those two years that I spent there. But that being said, you know the club and the people there that work there, I could only understand why they're there in NRL club because of those people. You know, they build that shit, and I had that on my shoulders. So I'm going to P&G and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm the captain. I've got a rip. i got a rep, yeah. And like,
1: they, they, These are the P&G hunters. They came yeah. into the Queensland camp. So everyone,
0: so this is, this is what the thing that f- I'm going to get emotional <laughs> about. I'm like in the, I'm in the, um, the locker rooms and I'm looking around the circle. You know when you put your arms around everyone? Everyone's yeah. just like, I don't know, just had this sense of fear. Oh really? Yeah, and from my own team, and I was "Oh look, it wouldn't I, be like the first team he, that yeah. went to P and G." You might have been, you might have been,
1: smelling some scenes when we were there. <laughs> <laughs> a, fear, a fear, oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I went to P and G with a bloke somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> who had a bit of fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a fearful yeah. place, but right? right. So I mean, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Eddie. <anyway>. Like, <laughs> is that Eddie? <laughs>
0: Like he's still uh, lingering around. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But See, it is, it is, eh? Oh, man, it's, isn't it? Like, just to go there Intimidating. And, and, like, everyone tells your stories before you go and then you experience it, but it continues the story, <laughs> but you've got your arms around, everyone's
0: shooting arms themselves. around, everyone's just like, I'm looking around, I'm like, fuck, why is anyone g'd up? And I don't, when I play footy, I don't talk too much. I talk a lot now, but I don't talk too much when I play footy. And it was, the thing just came over me. I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to show everyone. And when we ran out... I just had this fucking. That's the first time I had that real war mentality, bro. And I went out to the field and I was just, I was want to kill everyone, bro. And that's what I did. Like I went out in the field and I was just flogging everyone, in their in their side as yeah. much as I could, hurting hurting people and, and just playing football. And, and and I had a really good game that game.
1: So you can imagine you know that tackle they do. They did on uh, Justin Ollum. Yeah, yeah. This guy did it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, a,
2: but that's a no easy feat either, you man. Know, they're, they're,
0: they're built like granite, them blokes. Yeah, right. they're, they're tough. Ain't. A bit shorter than you, But <laughs> <laughs> so they're hard targets too, man. Yeah. It was, a, it was just yeah that was that was the game, and you know I, I enjoyed that captaincy, even though it was for one game. Um, but yeah, that was those it was games like that that really cemented how the evolution that we spoke about before really, yeah. you know, I felt it. Yeah, you know, I never felt that way during during my footy career, and that was the first time. From that And then that just That just steamrolled me Into playing in NRL again Yeah
1: How do you find The Queensland Cup Compared love to it, the
0: bro. New South Wales Cup Just, as just, called, just yeah. different cloth I think I think they're I would say That they're a lot more Hearty um, In terms of You know How physical they are Mouldies love the hearty Gus. Yeah so why I enjoyed it bro Because <laughs> it just stri- yeah. Stripped it back to You know yeah. Footy that we grew up playing You know Run it hard yeah. Tackle hard you know, there wasn't, the systems were, were slowly developing from the NRL sides because there's, there's still that distance that they have with the NRL clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my language when I first went there wasn't matching my teammates. And yeah. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah. had to be like a step back when it comes to the system wise or speaking NRL footy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the footy I, I really loved and enjoyed. Um, it, it's a lot different to New South Wales club. Yeah, the way I say
2: it is like because you talk about that distance, it's like they're more patriotic about playing for their clubs. 100. Whereas down here, it's a stepping stone to yeah, NRL, right? something else, yeah, yeah, which makes it you play more like you play for each other more and you can see it, man. Oregon,
0: Oregon, that stems into state of origin, bro. Oh, handy, handy, Like the, the kids, <laughs> bro, I went to the school, Redcliffe, Scotty Murray's there at the moment, yeah, um, Redcliffe High School. And these kids are walking up to me, and they're like, "Oh, you got that new signing, eh? Are you playing first grade this week?" And I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm playing Q Cup, but first grade for them
1: <laughs> is first grade. Is yeah. first
0: grade for Redcliffe Dolphins. That's, that's cool. Th- yeah, that's th- well, that's that's how they think of it, bro. Yeah. And that's why I love the time up there because you get treated like you're a first grader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, and there's no stepping stone, chat. It's just you play for Dolphins, you're a first grader.
2: Yeah. And they all just we want to win Q Cup. Imagine how that makes you feel as a player, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Like, you're not like sitting in cup in down in New South Wales, going, oh, no. waiting for him to get injured so I can yeah. get a crack. Yeah. It's just like let's go. We're, yeah. How it's, many?
0: Yeah, it's just do or die. Different mindset, right? Yeah, every week, every week.
1: How was the How was the training when you first went there? Because you're not known for your running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I had a bit of leeway, bro. I came from NRL, so I was like, hey, coach. <laughs> Let me, uh, go, let me go easy, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I did, bro. You know, I asked too. You know, it's the first time I ever spoke out loud, yeah. saying, you know, I didn't want to do this much running because, like, let's be honest, man, my knees weren't the best. Yeah. Arthritis, fucking crazy. Um, there were sessions that I couldn't even walk from the footy field, but I was very on with my training. You know, I ended up going from 110 or 15 to 104 kilos for two seasons, and yeah. I was just shredded. And and um, sort of I let my footy do the talking for once... ...rather than trying to catch up to everyone in the fucking 1.2. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, we're laughs> doing 5.30s. <laughs> Short chest.
1: <laughs> Did you have to change up your like uh, pre-game stuff... ...to sort of get your knees going? Because I know a lot of guys... who ...do knee injuries... ...they have to go out... ...and warm up 10 minutes before... ...slapping on the... <laughs> like the up, yeah, ...yeah, the real warm up... ...you know... Ain't <laughs> <a> win, <yeah. laughs> ...you know... Um, no, nah, know... ...you have to change anything up to... ...not really of, bro... No?
0: ...like... I, ...I should... ...I should have... Yep. ...you know... ...the preparation for... ...that's why it took me so long... ...to get into the game... Um, ...but yeah... I, ...I didn't... ...I was still obnoxious bro... ...I was still ignorant to, to things... Yep. ...and I thought... ...you know... ...I honestly thought... ...I was retiring up there... ...that's why I was... just ...enjoying myself... ...and... Yeah, so there was no preparation at all. It was always <laughs> the same old routine. Just get me flak and boots on and get ready to play. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> how cool is that, buddy? Hey? Like, when you're not worried about
2: playing NRL, how much better you play? And it's like that mentality in the car, right? <laughs> Strip it back. Strip it back, bro. I Seven, love it, man. And, and,
0: and, and it. another thing, just to think, like, I've always had this affinity when I was down in Sydney. To, like, drinking was bad. Yeah. Up in Queensland, bro, they don't care. Mm. It's like, it's a culture. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It's probably a bad thing, but... <laughs> 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 but, but I did, I wasn't shy. Yeah. You know, I was able to just let it all out. Yeah, and I, I'm, yeah bro. Like, I'd go... We'd finish the game and I'd just sit down and, and just have a beer. Yeah. I'd never done that in Narrow. Yeah. I was so afraid of it, bro. Yeah. You know, it's very
2: much culture, isn't it?
0: And, yeah, the, those, those years were good, bro. Those years were real good.
1: That's awesome. That's mad, man. How long did you stay there? Two
0: years? Two years.
1: And then let's, let's move on to how you... The comeback The comeback How did it all evolve? The setback. fucking comeback <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So comeback.
0: like at the end of the year I met my partner Because
1: let's say You were playing really good footy Over yeah. there man Yeah and if you can see some of the highlights, what you were doing yeah. with the Eminem haircut and <laughs> stuff, like that. <laughs> don't be late to training. You know. Throw something in and they <laughs> know. I gotta, I gotta be honest to the people, you man. Yeah, They've They gotta know it's a real and a raw. Yeah, don't don't be late yeah. the training. Yeah, but you were playing really good footy there, man. Yeah. And your offloads were on point those two years. Yeah. How did the how did they spot you? And what was the conversations to come back? Into the system, yeah. So, and were you relu- reluctant to, after all that's happened, you know?
0: I, I didn't. I believed in myself, but I needed someone else to say it to me. Yeah. And that's when my, my partner comes and comes on board. You know, I met her at the end of the year, and you know, she randomly started talking to my kids because she, you know, long story short, Charlie uh, Fyinga, yeah, his missus, and my missus were best friends. And she would go to the games and look after the kids while I'm playing, because I'd obviously go get the kids to come watch me game. So she met the kids before me, and then you know I started seeing her, and and um, she was watching me play. And she just said one thing to me: she's just like, "You're too good for this competition. You should go back and play NRL." Oh, yeah. You know, and there's lots of shoulds. I don't like the should word, but I needed to hear that at that time. Yeah. And it just pinged an idea in my head. I was like, well, "What do I do next?" I spoke to my manager Gavin. Um, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, fuck, I've seen guys make YouTube videos, so I'll just go yeah. and try and do that. I went and talked to um, Sloaney. I was like, Sloaney, give me some tape. And I chopped up all this tape that I did over two years, made a YouTube video, and then I was like, fuck. That's my comeback. <laughs> I'm gonna make it now. <laughs>
1: After you saw the video, yeah, like, yeah, I
0: was like, "Fuck, yeah. fuck this, is me. Yeah. this is me." But once again, yes, he's mad. Is, uh, <laughs> that's how I felt, bro. Like, if you look at it, like, if you ever get a chance, go and watch and have a laugh. Because I did not know how to cut video. Yeah, I didn't know how to like turn the ref's mic off or like turn the ref off. It's yeah. all like it's literally live football.
1: Yeah. Well, that what? sounds like my
0: video <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Pony Podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's well, literally that's what, that's what ended up happening, bro. I um, ended up making the YouTube video and I was coming back down to Sydney just to move back to Sydney. I missed it. I was getting a job with Marcus Marney yep. down at um, Qantas. And uh, I was going to a job interview with Qantas. I was driving there, driving there, and I was nervous as I'm like it's my first job interview I've ever had. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna get fucking sacked in the first day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blah blah blah, like not get not get a job. Yeah. And then I got this random call, and it was Madge, and he's just like, uh, "Mate, I've just seen your videos, got passed on to me through maybe Millard, Daryl Millard. Um, I want to see you, I want to talk to you." Um, so I left the job interview and ended up going to Redfern Oval, down to the office, sat me down. He's like, "Mate, I like I love the tape." I enjoyed watching you. I'd really love to see how if we can get you into this team. I not you to get in on a, on a train and trial? And then he called me back. I think the the, the afternoon he's like, "Fuck the train and trial. We going to sign you for a year." And that's all I needed to hear. Oh man, it was cracker, bro. Like that, that 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 period there was the best professionally that I've ever been. Yeah. You know, I, I was bad at smoking. I used to smoke all the fucking time, and. I gave up the smokes, I gave up the drinks, I, I was eating clean, I was looking after my sleep, I was looking after my recovery. Um, and I went into that preseason just with one focus. At the end of it, I want to be twenty times better than when I went, walked into it. Because when I walked into it I was putrid. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. I did every session, bro. We're good. I, um, I did every session that I was supposed to, you know, I was in the fat squad 630 every morning for six weeks straight. I should have jumped out of it in two weeks in but I was like nah fuck it I'm gonna stay here for another four I did every session you know and everyone was like man this guy's going hard yeah but you think
2: you went too hard
0: yeah Yeah. I, I broke myself yeah, yeah. Um, there were times when I woke up in the middle of the night and I was crying because my knees were just yeah, barking, boom, 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 yeah boom. Man. I couldn't oh, walk yeah. up my stairs my missus had to carry me up one time oh, it was wow. bro it was crazy like wow I look back at that time and I'm like, good on you, bro. But at the same time, fuck, you could have done it the, a lot <laughs> easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I ended up doing, doing that, bro. And, you know, played the first couple of good cool games. And then, yeah, got the call from Madge. And Madge was just like, mate, I want you to come up Townsville with us. And I'm, I'm thinking about playing you. And then, yeah, that, the, rest, the rest is history, bro. It was on, that was when I cared yeah. about football. That's when I, was, when I was like, man, I'm like, I, I, I really want this. Yeah. And I, I want to fight for this. You know, there's another story. The first training session that we did on the field, like I couldn't run, bro, forward. And everyone was just like lapping me. I was just like so embarrassed. Yeah. But I remember Betty Gardner saying to me, he goes, if you stop running, you might as well just go, might as well go home. So I had to turn around and run backwards, you know, for a whole session, bro. There was like five or six laps left, and I was just running backwards. I looked like a clown, but that's what but I was. You knew to what do. you had to do. I knew what I had to do, bro. And,
1: and that's yeah, that's what I mean about this guy and kind of resilience, oh, man. Resilience personified. Hey, oh. yeah. the yeah. stuff he's been through and everything, and this is five years in between. You have a NRL eight. Oh no, five. Two thousand and ten, two thousand seven. seven six seven years. Mm. And you know, and just to right. amazing. You, you can't really amazing. When, who's another person that's done
0: that? No one, you know? Yeah, I've done the research. It was like, uh, many was five. I think New Brown might have been around around that. Yeah. But no one's missed as many games that I I have. There's a big number. It's like fucking ridiculous. Because you
1: need, if you're going to do something like that, man, you need that resilience. You know what I, I picture in my head just listening and like, it's a feel good
2: story, you know? And I always think, I'm thinking of Will Smith. Pursuit of happiness When he gets that yeah. job At the end 100% okay, I just picture Like that feeling You know Because yeah. like That's what I'm like Excited yeah. to hear about Like yeah, bro What yeah. that feeling of Bro you're playing You know And you're like, yeah. like What I just went through yeah. You know To look back And go bro like I couldn't even, I man. couldn't
0: even Get in front of the boys Like even think about It, it gives me emotional now yeah. Like I couldn't get in front Of the boys And speak properly bro yeah, of Internally course. I knew How much I'd done Just to get there Yeah. yeah. So like to them I probably would have Been a blubbering mess But for me,
1: it was like one of the best days of. Yeah, man. I was, I was so proud of this guy because I, I've known him forever, man, and just see what he went through and then, how he's come through all of that. I was so proud watching him on the. Yeah.
2: Thanks, bro. I remember, I, I, remember, I remember hearing that. like over the commentary, like about you know that said a bit about your story and your mm. setbacks and that. I remember watching, mm. and going, bro, like just if any fan of football would have just said, you know, like this yeah. is incredible, you know, like that's. Yeah. And there's a book in the making of you, man. Mm. So surely you've got a publisher ready yeah. to go, man. I'm, yeah.
0: I've already started, bro. Oh, yeah. awesome. You know, I, I, I write down pretty much every morning and, and it's yeah. just re, doing stuff like this helps me regather yeah. you know, thoughts and memories so I can put them in the book and yeah. and, and I love writing and that's what I do, um, yeah. you know, for a job now. Yep. You know, I write out programs and I do all this sort of shit, but um, yeah, definitely down the track once I've, you know, made something of myself with, when it comes to business because like yeah. in in that story needs to be told man like, yeah. and like where, where i am
2: in in where i'm working now like where is it? 250 kids you know oh that
1: man. for them to hear that story bro like mm. and this is like why we started this Mean. Because we wanted these stories to come out, so people can hear it, you know.
0: Mm, yeah, mm.
2: like it, it, and like because we've all played first grade, like everyone wants to hear the stories, the yeah. glory stories, the funny ones. But like bro, it's the setbacks that yeah. are the most powerful that that we want to explore. And unfortunately, like, like we we never wish for someone to go through it. But if you see something coming and you're able to, yeah. s- go the other way
0: because of the story you heard,
2: yeah, you know, like. Man, that's that's why we do it's it. It's powerful, though.
1: man. Mm.
0: Just powerful. gives you more choices, right? Yeah, yeah and, that's right. And, and a lot of these young kids that are coming through the grades these days, you know, think that they don't. You know, I thought I didn't have a choice to speak to one of the older boys. Yeah, like I said that's exactly right, man. But I you can. Was, you know, yeah, there's no reason why. The only thing that's stopping you is you. Yeah, exactly. and a lot of
1: these kids coming through, man, they're all Polynesian kids.
0: Yeah, man. So they won't. If it was another Balani dude, they won't say anything. No, <laughs> you know. But well, that's what. Like, I, can I can I just jump on that? That happened to me, bro. I remember sitting down at a table, and the boys sat down with me, and they were trying to talk to me. And even though they were greats, I felt like I couldn't speak to them because they weren't—they didn't experience, or that I felt like they didn't know what I was going through. Yeah, you know, that's how I felt. Even though they probably had had an experience somehow, yeah. But I feel like with my message and how I portray myself these days is, I want to be the person that can sit down with someone, a young chero, yeah, for yeah. them to listen to me. Or even give me the op- option to sort of change the way that they're doing things.
2: Mm. So when did you call time on it? Like in the footy career?
0: Yeah, 17 bro. 2017. I yeah. was 30. Oh fuck. I can't even, yeah, 30 years old. I was... Um, no more kids. No more. Um, <laughs> I, I ended up just... Yeah, I thought after that year that I had, I didn't want to finish on any other note. You finished on a high, man. That's a high, bro. Finished 100%. on a high. The pinnacle, right? The pinnacle, yeah. bro. Like, I'd played NRL, you know. Although there were things that happened, you know, I wish i had stayed uh, there another year. Madge gave me the option, but I ended up like, you know, old habits started coming through. I was like, oh, I want to go for another two years. You know, I was trying to talk to other coaches and other clubs, but I should have just stayed with Madge. Madge yeah. showed me some mm-hmm. honour, bro, yeah. and I should have stayed there with him. And I didn't, I didn't do that. But... My lessons learned. Um, I hung up the boots in 2017. And yeah, the next years, bro, it was just doing the tough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went straight into um, Waratah Environmental Services, I was doing maintenance. Yep. I remember those yeah, days. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. So yeah. w- 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 Snipper every morning, and I remember I was picking up rubbish down at fucking Port Botany. Yeah, and people yeah. Were driving past and going, "Fuck, yeah. I look like I'm fucking just got into jail or something." Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> community services yeah. uh, you're on, out on yeah. day release. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like those. Uh, that humbled me that yeah. Yeah. really fast. Demons, demons in the head. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, because I was moving, you know, I was very like physical. The job. Yep. Um, I got to just be drained in, in another sense. And I would start at seven and finish at three. I wasn't used to these hours. yeah. So the, the adjustment to time was, I think, the first thing. Uh, the adjustment to money was the next thing. You know, I was only earning maybe 600 bucks a week. Um, and at the same time, I was free. Yeah. yeah. You know, having beers on Fridays. i have never done that before.
2: So that was, that was, I was going to ask, identity. You know, a lot of retirees struggle with. I'm a footy player, yeah, and for a long time I'm a footy player. Like, and then, like, there's nothing more humbling than fucking hitting the whippersnapper. Yeah,
0: you know, straight up, bro.
1: Say so at seven a.m. in the morning, oh, bro. you
0: know, those conversations when you when you're having when you're in footy and people are saying to you, make make sure there's a plan B. Yeah, yeah. that's when you just like. I should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a little kid, eh? you're like, oh, what's this guy talking about, on brat, man. I don't play first grade for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, 100%. But yeah, there was, you know, those, those thoughts come into your head. Um, but yeah, was, I tried to stay busy, try to do as much as I, I could. Uh, but I was very blessed, man, that last year of, of footy with South Sydney, I ended up completing my set four in fitness. Yeah. Um, so I had that in the back pocket and I enjoy training. I've always, I always have, and because of my knees and that, I just always wanted to figure things out. Yeah, and then I uh, a long story short, F45 Blakehurst I ended up getting a job there. And F45, as everyone knows, is like a fucking yeah. Doosh, doosh. Yeah. so it did stroke the ego yeah. a little bit. You know, I was around that vibe. You know, there was training involved, there was music involved, yeah, there was like you know, being fit, and I was a footy player there. People would be like. Did you play NRL yeah. and you have those conversations? And um, you know, I'm sure the owner at that time was was sort of using that as well.
1: As yeah, to get people in.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, and uh, footy players attract people. Yep. You know, we've got that gift of one the gab, and we're just big and have that vibrant sea about us. But average Joe's are like so
2: like, what, what's the word? They're just like. Amazed by footy players, They're they want to know everything. They're in awe. In awe. Yeah, doesn't matter how much you played, you're like, oh, you did it. Yeah. What's he like? What's that like? You know? Yeah, bro. It's cool, man. That's what yeah. it was
0: like, man. And and I, I got to speak about footy again, and I, f- I feel like that space that I had during that time was was good for me, because I had that, um, you know, a little bit of sense of footy, I would say, and then uh, yeah, I was you know, Ruben. Yeah. Ruben was working out at Marylands um, Fitness Republic at Maryland, sorry, um, a gym out there, and he was like, "I'm starting it up," or well, not. He's not starting it up, but I'm looking after it. Do you want to come give me a hand? I went out there as a head trainer, just started pumping it, like yep. we we're signing up guys. We signed up 900 people in you know seven, eight, eight months, yeah. And we we're like, bro, we're good at this. You know, this is a good vibe. Yeah. And he said, "Why don't we do this for ourselves?" And yeah, we ended up buying we getting a gym out at Campbelltown. We didn't buy it. We didn't own it. Yeah, got a loan out and, and got this gym, and yeah, spent three or four years there. Um, and that's when I really dived into knees. Yeah, you know, while I was at Marylands, I, I spent a bit of time, you know, researching stuff. But this is when my mobility game and strength game just went through the roof. I'm, I'm interested, like uh, with retired guys,
2: like what I learned is like i bounced around from a few different professions, but when I got pointed out to me that when I got into an environment that replicated a football environment, yeah. so when you talk about being a personal trainer but you go head trainer, mm-hmm. then you've got other trainers around you, you start looking like a footy team, but you don't realise it and then you start to flourish. Mm-hmm. Did you feel
0: that? Yes. yes. Crazy, that's, right? That, that's why I enjoy fitness, bro. That's why I enjoy the, that industry and that's why I'm a big advocate for people who do retire Yep. To go and get a job, or not even if you're t- retired. Go and work at a local gym and just experience it. Yeah, Because, yep. you know, there'd be nothing better than an RO player walking to the gym and personal training once a week. Yeah, You know, he doesn't have to do it for anything but the experience. Yeah. You know, why can't people do that now? <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk about it all the time. Because,
1: mm. you know, after footy, it's all about... Um, Connecting with other people. What's the word for it? I feel like something cheeky's coming. (laughs) 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 Are we talking like networking? Yeah, it's all about networking, you know? And then we always talk about it that, man, we should have networked when we knew people. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to network now. We're starting from (laughs) scratch. We wasted our time all that other time just drinking all the time and not networking. Yeah. But, you know, but that's right. It's all about networking, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know
2: if, what sort of help, if if any help you got from the game when you retired. Nah,
0: Support? No, nothing, bro. Yeah. There was, you know, I, I wasn't in that bracket of player. Mm. I know? know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, I was still like outside the lights. You know, that four or five percent of player that really gets looked after. Yeah. Hey, mate, how's your retirement going? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I was outside that. Mm. I had to look Help from them, and yep. when I was at Redcliffe, I got in contact with Judy Fitzgerald. Yep, and yeah, she's like she works on the transition between uh retirement and uh, getting your resume done, all that shit that I've never done before in my life. Yeah, <laughs> another story. <laughs> when she did my resume, I was like, fuck this looks impressive. But it was just all got to do with footy. The yeah. way that they structured it or yeah. the way that they said things, you know, that's what I needed to to get a hand. And when I gave it to F45 Blakers, they were just like, mate, this is fucking good stuff. And I was like, mm, fair enough. So that was the help that I got from footy. But I was still outside the lights back yeah. to what we were saying. So yeah. there was no rule like, hey, can we give you a hand? I was just lucky the only thing that helped me was the financial side. I was a part of the retirement fund generation and, you know, I remember 2010 or maybe no, 2008 or 7 when they first started doing it, I didn't know what it was for and then when I retired and I got that money, I really needed it at that time and that sort of held me for a year and a half. I got a bit of that too. That was gone straight
1: away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Europe. <laughs> yeah, still gone. Yeah, I just snuck in then. I just snuck in that, the bracket. I just snuck in the bracket. <laughs> it.
2: It's funny. When I, when I looked at the payments, it was like I debuted in 04. Mm. And it was like $1,000 con- contribution, I think. Or 500 I think, yeah. for the whole year. And it went to like this and this and it kept going up. I'm going, bro, I've got to hang on a few more years. <laughs> <laughs> it just
0: kept my like multiplying oh, eh? yeah. and bigger and bigger. Bastards. Oh man. So yeah, yeah, that was that was the only sort of help that I got from Rugby League. Um, there were a lot of the players that still stay connected with Soliola. I'm still talk to, you know, a lot, actually. And um, when I was out of Campbelltown, you know, a lot of the players did come down that from South just to support me. You know, when we did our opening, there's, you know, videos of all these footy players walking around, Lokes, yep. um, with all these guys, and you're just like... That, that really helps on a business point of view. But in terms of, like, the being and how I felt, yeah, there wasn't too much. Mm. I had to go and fucking throw my own walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a yeah.
1: shame, mate. Yeah, But they, they are moving towards making it better.
2: We are. There, there is improvements, but, like, mm. I, I, yeah, I try and highlight it because, you know, like, I want, I want the help there, you know. Mm. Um, and like Eddie said previously, like, that's what we want to do. Like, mm. we want to help retirees and in any way we can. Because, um, like, like when you're going through it and you don't have help, like, how, like when you're a footy player, you, can, you probably have a few resources you can reach out yeah. to. But when you're no longer contracted, yeah. you have no affiliation with no one, who do you reach out to? Your yeah. manager doesn't want to know you anymore either. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, and you're probably too embarrassed sometimes to reach out to your brothers, like, that you played with. Um, we're seeing examples of it, you know, now, but um,
0: hopefully we can help, eh? Yeah. It's funny you say that too, bro. Like, when I left football, the, the, the only way I got back, let's just call it limelight or spotlight. The only way I got back into the spotlight is when I started posting on Instagram. And going viral Because a lot of my shit Was going everywhere bro Like mm. I was signing people From Hawaii I was signing people From America Ireland It was crazy yeah. I was like Fuck this is cool But as soon as I got that spread There was a lot of people In the network That were reaching back out to me And I was like Fuck I haven't spoken to this per- person Since 40 days
1: Yeah yeah.
0: You know And that was The the flip that Was real strange for me To process As a retiree You know Because I'm not I'm not in a footy player play anymore But yeah. you still identify me as yeah. a footy player, yeah, you know, and, that, and now that I'm doing something that's different but still cool, um, you know, it's big news for you. And yeah, yeah. so well, how does the social media
2: world help what you're doing now? I love it, bro. It's,
0: you're pretty active, right? Yeah, I, I'm pretty active, bro. Like I, you know, I'm very grateful, bro. I've got Troy Savage, yep. which I was mentioning before. He's a mentor of mine and you know a really good friend. Yeah, um, I would even say he's my brother. And um, when I left the gym and I was, you know, going to do my own thing, I was actually thinking about moving up to uh, the mines and getting a job up there because I was like, you know, fuck this, I don't leave Sydney, blah blah yeah. blah. So like, bro, come give me a hand. I was like, yeah, sweet. And yeah, he just showed me what he did, and I was like, bro, this is this is pretty fun, eh? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I started posting my social media content, started like sharing my story, started helping out people, and then I started getting paid for it. Yeah. And that process has just been building and building and building, and it's the most enjoyable thing. I've ever... Honestly, bro, I love this more than I love footy. Really, really. Wow, that's massive, yeah, massive comment, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's it. It honestly makes my heart feel so, like, so much joy. Is, is it seeing like the the help it gives people, right? So I'll, g- I'll give you I'll give you a, a, an example. So this young guy, his name's Lachlan Lewis. He's from Canberra Raiders. Yeah, he just finished doing his third knee this year and he's been in contact with me for about a year and a half two years yeah and i would consider myself a mentor to him yeah you know someone that i always wanted oh so you know what i mean yeah. bro so it's like the cycle or the, the the reset or whatever you want to call it um, has has come full circle and you know i get to help someone yeah you know in the somewhat same position and bro like there's there's fucking crack up times bro you messaged me you know you know, things with his partner, things yeah. with finances, things with his job. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I've got all the answers. Yeah. But I've, but I've been there. Yeah. And I'm able to, like, give him, you know, this is what I did here. Yep. See what happens. Yep. And, bro, he'll, like, nail it or he'll do something really cool. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's mad. And we we'll are like, virtual high five, bang. Yeah, 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 And that gives me joy, bro. I
1: when know. I
0: speak to him those times at night and it's late, it's 9.30, I don't want to speak to anyone. Yeah. But then as soon as the phone comes on, bro, just like brings a different side of me out yeah wow and i just i'm i go to sleep feeling joy wow that's that's what i want to do for a living now bro
2: but you should be looking into well-being bro Mm. it's funny because like like well-being like you you know everyone thinks mental health but it's so much more than that Mm. and like you connect because of knees Mm. but then you end up giving advice on So so much more Mm. That's pretty powerful man Like mm. That's so cool man. There was
0: You know I think about What I What I did And I'm like Bro It wasn't even the training And the shit like that mm. It was things that happened Away from it and Yeah Happened between my ears And how it affected In between You know My chest yeah. My heart um, and, and having that now Those tools um, And being able to Give them to someone else Yeah It's gratifying bro Yeah because I think that falls
2: under the balance thing too, right? So yep. I think when, you, when you've when got a program, physical program, you know, that yep. you've got, like you're going to get it done. But then when you take a step out of the gym, it's like, what's next? Yep. And when you got that free reign, right? Like mm. who who tells you what to do and, you know, like you talk about all the other issues. These are issues, right? Like they couldn't go to a, their coach and ask.
0: Yeah. But that's cool that they got you, you know? Yeah, bro. And And like that's 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 what i really love to do you know knees is just the vehicle at the moment yeah yeah you know mentoring would be something that you know i'm i, I align myself more with yep um but yeah like i even knees bro like i i, fucking, I love it bro like it pays my bills yeah and some and I, I couldn't be even more you know any happier yeah and i don't i don't see myself stopping for, for till the day that i die. Well,
2: mate, you do something you love, you don't know, work a day in your
0: life, right? Yeah. Bro, it's cracker. I yeah. love it. That's love
2: awesome. It. And especially after that, like a story of so much, you know, so many speed humps and in mm. the road. And, yeah. you know, like, it's like you're living your dream now. Yeah, bro. Your dream was NRL, right? Yeah, bro. And then now you're living a dream you say is even better than
0: NRL. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I pinch myself. I tell this guy all the time. I'm like, bro, I can go anywhere. You know, the next week I'm going to New Zealand. Yeah. The week after that. I'm going over to um, Philippines or two weeks after that, Philippines. I can travel anywhere I want. All I need is my laptop and my computer. Yeah. You know, and of money comes in. You yeah. know, all I have to do is get on my, my phone, my camera and that and say something and I get paid for it, bro. Yeah. That's so cool.
2: You need any um, apprentices? Uh, <laughs> 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 Just let us know, man.
1: Oh, man, that's mad. Cheers, man. Thanks for sharing your story, thanks, brother. Thanks. You know, and... I know I've said it throughout the whole thing, but man, just watching you know, what you went through and how you came back out of it, man, just made me so proud seeing you go through and make it back to the top, you know. And just knowing you as a bloke, you know, you're just a good guy trying to get trying to get ahead, you know, like all of us. And if there's a if there's an example out there to show kids what what our resilience looks like, I think that's you man and I hope you get to share your story like Valetti said with all the kids out there and they get to hear that when they say it's over it's never over never only you're the one that decides mm-hmm. it's up to you so thanks for coming in man yeah. thank you for me thank you for sharing bro like it's so
2: powerful like I said but I think like the vulnerability in sharing mm-hmm. is the most powerful thing mm. and like like I said unfortunately we have to go through these things but we come out the other end and yeah, use it for good He's doing very good now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you, boy. Appreciate you having
0: me on. And, and like I said to you the other day, Eddie, um, listening to you guys speak and doing what you're doing, fuck, I enjoy it myself as well. Nah, awesome, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Chess.
1: Thanks, man. Awesome. And thanks for listening. I'm Eddie, that's for Letty, and this is The Polly Podcast. Yo! <laughs> Let's go. Thank you for listening
0: to The Polly Podcast. Join us next week for another episode. Follow our socials to stay up to date on everything behind the scenes. You must be like a professional flair, eh? (laughs)